So what's up? Oh, you know, I, I watched this piece of shit movie twice this weekend. <laughs> piece of shit? What the fuck? I had a good time. I mean, you're, otherwise things are normal. You're so brave for that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was bad, but it doesn't mean it was a piece of shit. No, right? I, I, it's probably better than Dude Bro Party Massacre 3, so. I don't know about that, honestly. <laughs> in ways it was, in ways it wasn't. <laughs> Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 had Andrew WK, and this does not. Yeah, you, you raise a good point here. Yeah. Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 had a fun running gag with just like a bajillion pictures of Ronald Reagan. This is true. <laughs> that was very funny. I wasn't on that episode, but I watched it with Matt because we live together, so. Yeah. We do this live in the movie, same well, house. We, we, we can't talk about this movie until after the title, after, until after the, the theme music, but the, <laughs> Dude Bro Party Massacre 3, Pat Oswalt was in that one. <laughs> Yeah, he was in that one. It was a lot, yeah. Ooh, what you what you sipping? Um, <laughs> it is a, a dry hopped sour called Makes You Pucker. Oh, interesting. Ooh. It's tasty. I a, a hopped that's what, sour. That's what, I, that's what I call it when I eat someone's ass. That's my technique. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. A dry hop sour. <laughs> Makes you pucker. Well, I like my answer better. Yeah. <laughs> So I did not watch Dude Pro Dude Bro Party Massacre, um, three. nor did I listen to the episode. So you three could probably tell me anything about that movie, and I would just be forced to believe it. It's by the Five Second Films guys. I, I am forced to believe that. It is so much longer than Five Seconds, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is unfortunate. One thing that I could say about this movie is that it's like a cool eighty minutes long, which mm-hmm. I respect. Yeah, no, the length of this movie was like extremely um sexy good to me yeah erotic yeah dude bro party massacre was like an hour and 45 minutes which is too long for a for a parody of a horror movie to be yeah that is fucking bananas like maybe if there's like extra footage like maybe if you have like a bonus scenes on your like dvd or whatever the fuck people watch things on um then sure but in the movie in the in the theatrical cut i bold of me to say this theatrical but like you know what i mean (laughs) I wish I could have seen this movie in theaters. <laughs> Me too. But no, yeah, it is kind of a, it's a perfectly serviceable horror movie. I just think that watching it twice in one weekend was a bit much for my fragile little brain. This is your imagine. choice. It was my choice. Steph was about to watch it by herself. I'm like, you know what? I didn't take notes the first time, so I might as well watch it a second time. Uh-huh. So I could remember the uh, the things I wanted to mention when we go through the plot summary and whatnot. Yes. Yeah. Shall we put those notes to good use and move into the podcast? <laughs> I think we should move into the podcast. <laughs> All right. Direct this broadcast to bring urgent breaking news. In the chaos of a local prison riot, Schlocktober has escaped again. We repeat, Schlocktober is once more among us. Remain calm but vigilant. The violence of the past three years cannot be understated. If you must, neck in the car, use a buddy system. If you must, get in touch, oh my god. Oh my god, it's in the studio. Welcome to Fear Baiting, everyone. It's your number one uh, killer app podcast. Sure, yeah. People people be on their cell phones. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking Schlocktober, babes. Woo! Strap the fuck in. Yeah, uh, your strap on and watch the movies. Strap and- in, strap on, and drop dead. Yeah. Yes. 
fuck yes. Um, so I totally thought this movie would have come well, out. Well, hold, like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> I'm Sarah, and I'm joined Blair. by Schlocktober, Schlocktober Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, Blair. I'm Blair. Uh, what did you say you were? I said I'm Sarah, and oh. then I said you're a, you're a Schlocktober ghost because you only come back around Schlocktober, except for that's you true, on and for sometimes whenever episodes. I feel like it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, yes, and then we have uh, our first two guests for Schlocktober, um, uh, Stephanie and Matt, the podcasting power couple. <laughs> woo woo! Yeah, we are the the noise space king and queen. It's um, true. Yeah, I'm Stephanie. Um, I was on Lash Locktober for one missed call, and I honestly feel like this is like the spiritual successor to that because they're both very, you know, be on your cell phone and die. Yeah, so. and one of them, but one of them was from 2007, and one of them was from 2019. Somehow, yeah. 2019. Somehow, this movie came People out in 2019. Were still like apps on your phone in 2019 rather than in like I don't know maybe 2014 when this would have been. Anyway, I'm. This is Matt. I'm I'm Matt. I'm, hey Matt, I, I was on I was on Matt. one of the, like the first episode, like one of the early episodes of this bitch. I've been around. Yeah. yeah, Matt was on an early episode. Matt was on Pontypool. Mm-hmm. In the in the aforementioned Dude Bro Party Massacre three. Mm-hmm. This is the yes, first time that me and Stephanie have been on at the same time. Yes. This is also like the third time you two have ever podcasted together. Correct. Ye- fourth. I think. Fourth, but third in the same room. Yeah. Still a very small number, considering that you two live together and are such prolific podcasters. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't call myself prolific anymore. Stephanie does more episodes regularly than I do. Uh, That's true. My main job at Noise Space is to make everyone's feeds look pretty. Mm-hmm. And you do a bang up job of that. This, yeah, of course. This is this is Matt GameCube, King of Noise Space XYZ, and also yeah. the man responsible for why I say Z instead of Z when I'm doing math problems. Because <laughs> we're Canadian, <laughs> it's good. Uh, Matt hasn't even been on my own podcast yet, so and we're just finishing. We do I do a Sex in the City podcast, and we're on episode 94 this week, and Matt still hasn't been on it yet. So we'll, we're I am on so. It. Okay, uh, I am so excited for whatever comes after City Girls Make Do, and also I really hope you would, like ha- you do that thing that I suggested to you a couple months ago, which was like have everyone send in uh, like clips of them singing "So Long and Good Night" for we, the. We gotta. <laughs> oh for... man, you don't even know what the next show is yet. No, I don't. Interesting. Yeah, no one knows except well, Matt knows. But I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get to hear I, I get to hear I, Stephanie editing guess, the theme music. If I had to guess, I would think it's the Americans, but I have no way of knowing for sure. Ooh, the Americans. I am a very big fan of that. That was my recommendation one of the last times I came on Fear Baiting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we watched a movie this week. Oh, we did. Mm-hmm. A movie titled Countdown. And uh, the the tagline of the movie so is great. death. There's an app for that. It is. It is. <laughs> remember, okay. those, remember those commercials I do, from the, 2008? It is when <laughs> Stephanie, when you were like, "This is a movie out of time." I was like, "Yes," and represented predominantly by the tagline of this film. <laughs> yeah, like it's 2019. I'm sorry, but that is bananas to me. Like the phrase uh, there's an app for that is like 2008, right? Right. Like that was like an ori- I'm watching I'm watching the commercial right now. <laughs> okay. I would I would have thought it was like an original iPhone kind of thing. Yeah. It was. Yep, iPhone 3G commercial. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. God, remember 3G before it was 5G Corona? Yeah. 
simpler times. <laughs> um, only three G's to deal with. Um, Damn, this movie. This movie made. This movie made its. It's. Uh, this movie like went kind of boom at the box office. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, there just nothing was, around it? I don't know, but like it, 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 it got like its budget was only six point five million, which feels really low. Uh, and the they made forty eight million back. Okay, they kept it pretty tight. Okay. Oh yeah, I can respect that. I, I mean, it's got like. This movie is less than a year old, by the way. Just like God. to put into perspective how 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 it's recently like I, they were I, like. If I recognize an actor in it, it's because they're like a character actor in something. Like they didn't really go for big it, names. Exactly. Well, yeah. I feel I like, like PJ oh. Byrne is like the biggest name in the movie. Right. <laughs> Jordan Calloway, Mr. River, Mr. Chuck on Riverdale. Yeah, he was in season one and two of Riverdale uh, as a creepy, a big guy. creepy guy. Um, they got Tom Segura. He's like a comedian. No, he's, he he's, 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 he's discount John Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. You're, you're. I think. Who are you talking? You said creepy guy. I thought Chuck, like the football guy. Yeah, but wasn't Chuck the creepy guy who did like the maple face? Like it's like a camera shot, but it's maple. Wasn't he the one? Yeah. Who did that? I think you're right. I think you're right. right? I must have missed that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that was season one. Yeah, that, that was, was the only one. show. It's unhinged. I love it. Um. um oh, it yeah. also had Carlisle from the Twilight movies in it. It yes. did have Carlo yes. from the Twilight movies. He was in it. He was, m- yeah. he was also Coop from Nurse Jackie, which is where I recognize Fuck that. From. Okay, shit. My roommate has been watching Nurse Jackie, and I was like, who do I know that guy from? He's He like looks like he's someone. And my roommate was yeah. like, yeah, I thought the same thing, but he's not anyone. He's someone. I know him. I watched the Twilight movies. See, I watched it, and I was like, he looks like the guy who plays Mr. Blonde in Reservoir Dogs, but like smoother. And then now like, no, he's Carlisle. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Like, he's if you a, just smooth him out. He's a nerves shape. Yeah. The, the Photoshop smooth tool. He really does look like his face has been, like, smoothed over by the emboss filter. Yeah. Like, you took someone with sharp cheekbones and then just, like, smoothed them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. The, the lead actress is, like, not known from anything. She looks kind of like... She looks kind of like Evan Rachel Wood, but not... Um, she has the, like the the big expressive eyes, and that you can tell that's the reason she was cast. Oh yeah, um, but she yeah. is not very good at acting. Yeah, you know what? There's been worse. Like, yeah, her sister did a much better job in this type of movie. You know, right. <laughs> for the caliber of movie it was, I let me let me tell you, I was pretty impressed with everyone's performances. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought her sister did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Like the the younger sister was was actually pretty good. Yeah, she yeah. she she was very good at showing anguish. Oh yeah, <laughs> and her yelling sounded like genuine. Uh-huh. Um, every single line the the main character said when she was yelling sounded just like so. I'm acting right now, and not mm-hmm. like you know. <laughs> it really took me out of it near the end of the movie. That took you yeah. out of it. Hmm. Yeah, only that. <laughs> I didn't know That's you were achieving it. immersion in the first place. <laughs> Look, I I am able to watch some of the most sublime garbage and achieve immersion. Sure. I've seen the movie Soul Plane like 20 times. You've seen the movie Food Fight like... I've seen the movie Food Fight well over 30 times. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do think I achieve immersion in Food Fight anymore. You should do that for um, for Fear Baiting at some point, because it is a horror movie to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I'm going to do anything with Food Fight, it's going to be a worst idea of all time type podcast. Christ. Oh, God. Borat Club, but for Food Fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's Food Fight Club. Mm. Oh, that's good. 
Or just okay. Sam's Club. Mm-hmm. God. Um... <laughs> Uh, all you can eat both bu- the all you can eat buffet podcast. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, we'll we'll get it's there. Food fight forever. Food fight forever. <laughs> all I know is that I know I can get some absolutely like banger art for it done by my friend Maddie, who is more obsessed with food fight than I am. Hell yeah! <laughs> in that she has seen it probably over a hundred times. Ugh. Which um which character would you which character would you be dressed up as on the co- on the album art? <laughs> Man, probably Daredevil Dan. But, like, it's got to be so hard to make that work without it seeming racist, like the movie is. Yes. That's a difficult needle remember, to thread. Remember the, remember the bat? Yeah. Uh, I really do love the bat. He's probably the best character in the movie. The bat who's just like, mm, I love chocolate. While chocolate. He looks like the one, the one, like, black character in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, b- black. I guess like his voice fight is it is it Chris Rock? No, it's Wayne Brady. It's Wayne God, it's Wayne Brady. Okay, I forgot about that. You just got Chris Rock on the brain because of funny SNL. Yeah, because of funny Folks, SNL. Folks, it's back. Yeah. <laughs> it's back. Jim will satire, Biden. Will satire save the republic? Good um. question. At the time of recording, Donald J Trump is still alive. He is still alive. If he dies during this recording, we actually have a bottle of champagne in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> And we I, will be popping biggest bottles when Trump dies today. I hope. I hope. <laughs> I hope I'm recording when that happens, so that I can submit uh, the podcast audio to the Library of Congress? Question yeah, yeah, mark. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna pop my Twitter timeline open on uh, on my tab that currently held Tim dot ass. Yes. And uh, just let it refresh in the background as we record. You know what Donald should do? <laughs> he should download. Feed. He, Donald should download the countdown app. I I think that'd be why it's good to know. You know. It's good to know. It's important yeah. to know. Yeah. Um. And speaking of the countdown app and downloading it. This movie starts Let's doing... download this movie into your brains. <laughs> this movie starts like it's like shtick within seconds of it starting. Which yeah. I appreciate. Yeah, they Honestly, just get ready. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. You, you are not there's, not enough, there's not enough deaths for this movie to be like an enjoyable time. Like this movie has some final destination elements to it, which I, as you all know, I fucking love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it does not have nearly enough deaths for me to like yeah, yeah. Yes. There's, there's not Enjoy. enough characters. Uh, there's not enough characters who like have recent deaths on the app for it to work um, in the yeah. way that Final Destination does. I do really love that at the bottom of the Wikipedia article, and this the C also is literally just Final Destination franchise, yeah. which is like a really sick burn as only a Wikipedian can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. The reason that the the app is brought up in the first place is because a character is talking about her diet and her app that she uses called Countdown to Skinny. And someone else downloads is going to download the app to use it, and it's like, is this the right one? And just shows the complete wrong app. And it's like you're looking at the app store, the one that says, if you would want to know, if you could find out the exact time you were going to die, would you want to know? And that's the tagline, which is visible on the screen when she's showing the app to the other person. And it's clearly not the right app. It's clearly, and it also has like a like a demon silhouette on mm. the app. Yeah, it's some Baphomet looking head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and my other favorite part is the fact that the the demon clearly knows SEO manipulation if it showed up at the top of the list. <laughs> The demon just slipping a fiver to Steve Jobs, who's yeah, alive exactly. in this AU. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. So the whole table, like, downloads the app, and a bunch of them are like, sick, I'm going to live to be, like, 80, or, like, I'm living another 30 years, and then, like, one person at the table is like, mine says I have, like, three hours to live. And everyone's like, why are you being such a baby about it? Like, why are you upset? Like, don't be nervous. You have to drink the rest of the drinks on the table now. Yeah, I was like, she's going to die of alcohol poisoning. Oh, no. (laughs) But then her boyfriend comes in and is like, hey, babe, it's okay. I'll drink some of these. And then five minutes later, he's like, okay, babe, let's drive home. (laughs) Well, like, actually, literally, like, two hours and 45 minutes later, which the movie show has a very, like, it does not show the passing of time in any reliable way. Yeah, it very much looks like except two minutes for, later. Except for the app, the app has counted down. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It is. It is. It, yeah, it seems like a bad move for a, a film that is so time sensitive to be quite bad at showing how time passes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's some parts where it's like, okay, hours are supposed to have passed, but I cannot tell. And then there's parts where you think one minute has supposed to have passed and this person should be dead by now, but it's been like five minutes in movie. Yeah, that's yeah. movie time. I, I do understand that portion of it at yeah, least. Yeah, it's true. Especially when there's like show mo- slow-mo shots and shit. Um, so we get our first, um, you have broken the terms of service of the app. Uh, when she refuses to get in her drunk boyfriend's car to drive home. Mm-hmm. And um, they take a really long time to actually bother to explain this, but um, yeah. this one, I'll just say this one makes sense. Yes, agreed. Um, so when we'll, when we'll get to the explanation, I'll say that this one makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she goes home, uh, she pours a glass of the cloudiest water I've ever seen in my fucking <laughs> this life. This is disgusting. Like, bro, your water softener. She's gonna die of calcium. <laughs> it, I can't believe she drank the water and calcified her third eye, causing immediate death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then like a thing, a hand comes down from the ceiling and explodes her. And at this time, like one, like I, at this point, I was like, "Oh shit! Is this, is this really actually going to be like something that I like?" Because we go, we cut to like at the same time, we cut to her boyfriend who has now crashed their car, and there is like a gigantic tree like sitting sh- like shooting straight through where. Uh, where uh what, what was her name was it taylor courtney courtney was supposed Same to live name. was supposed to be sitting yeah yeah <laughs> it's yeah so yeah no it's like it, it's that's where it's like there's the final destination destination elements and then they're just like yeah but a demon does it if they don't die the normal way okay okay which, which is like so uh, it is deeply disappointing because it means every death is exactly the same um and the demon is not even vaguely scary um, the weird little CGI noodles we get for arms and hands. Uh, yeah. it's, I mean, it's just deeply unthreatening. <laughs> yeah. Like if it only ever showed up as like the people's loved ones, mm-hmm. then that would like, be scarier. You know, like an envy full metal alchemist. <laughs> like it, like a funny envy full metal alchemist. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be pretty sick. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do, do the old maze Hughes to them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Then that, that could work. Right. Um, but yeah, no, the, the demon like fundamentally doesn't really work for me. So that we like yeah. kind of just switch to our main character of the movie right after this. Yeah. This movie really gets going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's meet, yeah, there's uh, like barely yeah. <laughs> barely any transition between the two. Because now we have to go meet Quinn. Yes, she is a nurse at a hospital or like a student nurse or something. Um, student but- nurse for the first two minutes, and then she is a nurse. Yes, <laughs> and she has to wear the, the sick purple uniform. Mm-hmm. Uh, the really well-fitted scrubs, which is my favorite thing about yeah. anything that takes place in a hospital. Yeah. Yeah, as if anyone ever has had tailored scrubs in their life. <laughs> yes. Um, just sexy, sexy scrubs. Um, 
and yeah i we we get set the the sort of like um uh uh oh what's it called when you introduce a, a gun in the first act and it has to be shot a Chekhov's gun yeah uh but it's like Chekhov's narcan um yeah, yes. Chek- yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's Narcan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when it happened the first time, I'm just like, why is this happening right now? What does this have to do with anything other than just to show that she has, like, has like a stressful job? Watching it the second time, I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and, like, it was one of those things where at the beginning I didn't get it, but then when before it comes up again at the end, I was like, obviously this is going to come up again when... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's a bit predictable, but... Yeah. It is, but it, it is not like it is not framed in the moment with any significance other no. than we're just spending a lot of time doing it, you know? Yeah, like this is just what hospitals are like, you know, someone comes in and they've overdosed and it's not. Okay, but like, how the hell did they get all the way to like a ward? Like, I know how hospitals are built. <laughs> like, there, there's an entire entranceway where people come through. Yeah, right. How do they, yes. how do they carry? How do they carry someone overdosing all the way into an elevator? Right. Um, I, maybe it's. Maybe I I don't know. You get you get that mom strength going. You don't know what can you you know. On the on the two hand, this hospital also just has a condemned wing that you can walk into. Yeah. yeah. So. Maybe she overdosed on morphine in the ward. Like maybe she was a patient and she like injected it herself or something. But she's wearing normal clothes, so that doesn't make she sense. Said, I don't yum, know. Yum. She she looked at the she looked at the morphine that they were giving her and she said, Yum yum, give me some and just like slashed open her ivy and slurped it like Flintstones like a, like a chewable Sun. morphine. Flintstones yeah. chewable morphine. Yeah. <laughs> um I also just want to make a note of uh one of the other nurse characters saying, Freaks, you're a freak and not following it up with Google Gobble Google Gobble. Um which is an absolutely cowardly way to do a reference to the movie Freaks. Yes. Mm. Because he does the one of us, but he doesn't say the Google gobble. So, exactly. like, what the fuck? Yeah. Never seen that movie, but I'm sure it'd be, this would be very funny if I got it. You same, Sarah. So you should probably watch the movie Freaks for the podcast. Yeah. Sure, it's come like, back it's on It's like a it, 1930s Matt. movie. God. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Old ass um, movie. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an older movie than I've probably ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, the connection between the first death and this is that, like, the the boyfriend who crashed his car now needs surgery, and, like, he's waiting in the, like, completely decrepit, like, hallway that's just, okay. The condemned wing. The condemned yeah. wing. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he's... The bad, he's, the bad zone. Yeah, he is... He basically, uh, Quinn goes to talk to him, and she's just like, hey, what are you doing over here? You're not supposed to be in here. Like, what's up? And he's just like, well, I got the app. And it says I'm going to die in 19 hours, which is when my surgery is. And she's like, that's ridiculous. Like, what are you, stupid? Um, she doesn't say that. But, like, she basically she says implies that. It. She implies it. Um, and I'm like, am I supposed to feel bad when this guy dies? Because he was about to drink and drive and like, five I mean, he did ago. drink and drive. He did drink and drive five minutes ago. So, like, I can't feel bad when he dies. But, like, um, yeah, so yeah, that's the, where she. The, the, the thing about him drinking and driving that's really fun is that, like, his girlfriend is like, Babe, you're so fucking wasted. You can't drive. And he's like, Babe, you know I drive better when I'm drunk. Yeah. The, the classic line that people say. Yeah. Just kidding. I have heard people say that IRL, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrifying. It yeah. sucks. Um, but yeah, he's worried because he's supposed to die during the surgery time. But like, she's kind of like, he, he explains the thing about the girl, his girlfriend, about how she died anyway, even though like she was, she even though she claimed to be pro-life. Yeah. (laughs) 
She was gonna die in the car because he crashed it and the went the branch went through her window, but then she died anyway at home, and it's really fucked up how that happened. And so that's how she finds out about the app in the first place. Yeah, and it also just introduces like a like it, it uses the the element of like the the causality of like go, of of trying to ignore the app and then things happening anyway, and it's like. She would be in the car, and the car would go the exact same way if she was in the passenger seat. Like, there would be absolutely no changes to the way the car would move. She wouldn't, like, you know, grab the steering wheel or anything like that. But no, he crashes the car the exact way he would have if she was in the car. Yeah. Fixed timeline. (laughs) Some fixed timeline bullshit. (laughs) It is not a complex movie. Yeah. No. I mean, it, try, it tries to have it both ways, which is something right. I, I, I do find frustrating when uh, when you introduce a conceit like this. I, I feel like it has to be simple. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you can't introduce too many wrinkles to it, which make it not work, which we will get into in a second uh, when we get yeah. to one of the terms of service violations. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, 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 the kid the kid is like really freaked out because his clock says he's going to die in surgery. And... Then, 15 hours has passed and it does not seem like it has because uh, no, again the movie has a very bad sense of time yes. well yeah because we in, be- in between those scenes we have that we have we we do like some ex- some meeting of quinn's family i think like we see jordan who is in the closet making out with some boy mm-hmm. and when 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 I-, I knew where that scene was going but i was kind of thinking they were going to do like a Kind of an on the nose, but it would have still been appreciated joke about you know if it had been a girl in there instead of a boy that Jordan was making out with, and then they were in, <laughs> literally in the closet. I was yeah. like, that would be nice. Your little gay heart yeah. is too optimistic. Uh, <laughs> listen, I'm just saying it's 2019. This is true. It is 2019. It is 2019. 2020 has not happened yet. Exactly. No. Yes. Correct. Oh, God. <laughs> God, I'm mm. feeling so wistful thinking about where I was when this movie came out on October 25th, 2019. Um, I had maybe $200 in my bank account, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You win some, um, you lose some. Yeah. Let's see. If it was... Well, this movie came out on October 25th, so that was the the last Schlocktober stream of last year that we were wow. doing when this movie came out. It's like ships passing in the night. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, incredible. So, um, a, a boyfriend is, like, demoned down a flight of stairs to memory. Yeah. Yes. Um, and does a big die. Um, his head slams into his phone. Yes. And I like how every, everyone who dies gets their phone screen broken also. Yeah. This is true. That does happen. And basically, I do love how many times. It's, like, three or four times in the movie when someone dies, and then the phone just, like, like their body falls next to the phone right when it hits the zero mark. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I know that they're, like, they, they've died at exactly the right time. Which yeah. The devil, which, the, which the app demon cares about. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Functuality. These are the rules to which he is bound. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so, and, and Quinn gets her hands on his phone. Um, oh, I hate this scene. <laughs> and then is like, I gotta get into this phone, you guys. So she goes to the morgue and like pulls out his body and like use, tries to use like the thumb to unlock the phone. That doesn't do it. And then she does facial recognition and that doesn't do it. And so she like pries open this fucking corpse's eyelids. And I'm like, this is so dark. Like, and they keep oh, using goop sound effects every time his eyes move. Yeah. Yes. I've like, 
how superstitious of a person do you need to be to go to these lengths to touch a corpse in order to get into a dead dude's phone? A lot. I guess a lot, right? Yeah. I mean, but she's right, I guess. She ends up being right because it is cursed and haunted. All of it is cursed and haunted. Uh-huh. Uh, and she does take the phone with her. Yeah. Which, and all none of this seems good because it's like, he died in, like, mysterious circumstances. Like, th- there has to be, like, some sort of legal case open on the hospital. Right? Right. Instead, it's just, like, the nurse Amy saying to the uh, the parent, oh, I assume his parent, that he died in mysteriously. And she's yeah. crying. Yes. Um, there's a, th- Typically, there is an investigation for such things. Yeah, no, it just kind of gets dropped from there, huh? Ugh. Yeah, it kind of just, they, maybe they just think he just threw himself down the stairs, but, like, he's pretty fucked up. Like, yeah, I mean, they would at least investigate that and, and then collect, they're like, hey, where's your son's phone? <laughs> and it, there's none of oh, that. Oh, no, the, oh, no, the, oh, yeah, the, the son's phone was apparently brought from the stairwell in which it was found and then put back in his room, because that's where she goes to steal it. Yeah. 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 Also, okay, so Quinn is not the only person who knows about the app at this point, too, because, like, after she first hears about it, she, like, tells the other nurses, like, yeah, like, he was talking about this app, and they're like, yeah, the app that tells you when you're going to die. And then they all download it. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're all fine because they they were going to die in... Like, 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, Chekhov's death clock on that one. Yeah. Um, And then there's also... um the gross sexual assault scene, which is, like, right here. Yeah. Which sure happens. And keeps getting brought up, like, repeatedly throughout the rest of the movie. Like, it would have been better if she did end up killing him at the end of the movie. I would have been, like, sick. This is, this is, okay. At least there's retribution. It's kind of good. But, like, I think he's alive at the end of the movie. Yeah, he just goes to jail. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess. But, like, but it's all... It's a horror movie that has death in it, you know. Like I'm not, a, I'm not a, I'm not a pro vigilante justice person, but in the context of a horror movie, that is the thing you are supposed to do. Yeah, right. you're supposed like, to give us this one L. Just yes. ice this guy. He deserves it. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so the, 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 <laughs> so Carlisle does the, the assault. I, well, you know, what? I'm just gonna give a quick a quick rundown of that entire subplot so that we don't have to address it for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens? What happens is. Carlisle Twilight uh, sexually harasses her and attempts to initiate sexual contact. And Quinn says, no, get the fuck off of me. The app is like, you violated your terms of service, which I guess means Carlisle was Carlisle. Okay, okay, okay. This was actually something I did want to bring up because I don't understand how this one works. I totally violated the terms of service by not getting into sex with Dr. Carlisle. But like, and then dying dying two days later. Yeah, but that's like. Is this implying that this had anything to do with her death, the circumstances of her death? Because like, up, like it's like, like she up, she's up rejecting him because she's rejecting him, right? Right, and like uh, up to this point, we've only seen like these terms of service violations happen when someone does something that like direct like would directly impact their the circumstances of their death, right? Which like and... long story short, it turns out to be what exactly what the terms of service say. That, that comes up in, like, the next scene. But I just, I don't understand how this one does anything. Yeah, I totally missed this one because the only thing I remembered was hers getting broken when she changes her plans with her family this weekend. Yeah, it happens right after she, uh... It happens, actually, after she tries to talk to Nurse Amy about it. Mm-hmm. And then, 
uh, Nurse Amy walks away because, like, Carlisle's like, I need you to go do this thing. And it's like, terms of service broken. It's like, what? Was she supposed to follow Amy? Because... It, it doesn't it doesn't track so like they they, and they also, introduced like, this and also like at this point her death timer was not for another like day and a exactly. half exactly so what what like we we saw like uh, a death timer being like avoided that's like five minutes that's like you know five minutes into the future or like you know 20 minutes into the future and then immediately reaping those consequences mm-hmm. but we don't what what how was she going to die yeah it's this and, and it there's an implication that you have to it has to be like a conscious choice because an right. unconscious choice that like changes your fate means that there's no such thing as fate you know what i mean maybe, um, maybe so, carlisle had rabies it's possible or something. you know and it's possible i'm trying to think of what he could possibly like something some reason why she would have died from contact with him and i'm just like what could like he... well it's like her death explicitly happens when they're out of town yeah yeah, it's so it, weird. I like that this this kind of like blew up the premise of the movie for me. Yeah, like, like I when I noticed it the first time, and then I thought back on it, I'm like, this ever really gets explained. And then watching it the second time, I'm like, no, no, this just doesn't make any sense. Hmm. It, it it feels like a weird attempt to sort of rope in the subplot that doesn't need to be in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really doesn't need to be in here at all. Like, because there's guess, like enough yeah. there's enough conflict in this movie as exists. You know, like that we don't need this, this like whatever this is trying to be. Well, it's just trying to it's trying to talk about the Me Too era. That's I mean, yeah, but it's <laughs> in a way that's which has to be why he actually gets legal punishment at the end. Of like, course, because it's not a revenge film. It's, it is, it is a, almost an afterthought Me Too film. Right. I feel yeah. like the, the movie was only an hour long and they needed it to be slightly longer. Yeah, that kind of seems like what it was. Because <laughs> if they took it out, it would probably be only like an hour and ten minutes long. And then it's like, mm-hmm, that's a little short for a yeah. feature film. But This, this movie only, th- this movie is like, this movie felt like uh, like a rejected spec script for uh, uh, fucking Jordan Peele's uh, Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. this was this was left on the cutting room floor. What if an yeah. app though? <laughs> yeah, they could have just made this cutting, episode of Black cut, actually, Mirror. No, no, no. Instead. This is this would be more like cutting. Oh, this isn't quite Black Mirror. This is not like this app has not integrated into society. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. If you really think about it, Black Mirror is about society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, this movie has very little to say about society. Yeah. yeah, but but the um yeah the the sexual assault plot line happens. The he's he like convinces everyone else that she was the one who did it to him. And there's like a he says that the you know there's so much he said she said, and I wanted to just fucking throw like delete this movie from my hard drive and stop the stream right there. Uh, at the end of the movie, Quinn is like, okay, I have to kill this guy to make the curse go away, and she like goes after him with a lead pipe, but she doesn't pull it off. But at the end of the movie. We see like a, a headline of like a bunch that like a bunch of women came forward and also accused him, and he like is immediately behind bars. Like he's already in like his. And prison that's how you know uniform. this movie's a fantasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the app perfectly realistic. Yeah, and going to jail for serial sexual assault while being in a position of power absolutely un. un- like no, this is not gonna happen. Yeah, even sure, if he sure, was sure. to receive a guilty verdict, like this is like what like a week later after that this like happens. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, famously yeah. The, like, the the fast cogs of justice or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, I I've like skipped this whole part of my notes. 
um so the next part is just her like being basically taunted by a demon in her apartment and then she sleeps in her car yes and then the next day she goes to like the the phone store and we meet the phone store yeah we we meet discount john benjamin who is being very rude to a lady who is is, who sucks um, at phone this is g john benjamin (laughs) he's g john benjamin i'd say d john benjamin because he's discount yeah. There mm-hmm. we go. Dijon Benjamin. Yeah. Dijon. Mm-hmm. Dijon Benjamin. He's Dijon Benjamin. <laughs> I love it. Excuse right. me. Do you have any Benjamin Dijon? Um, it he's is Dijon. Pretty... He's Dijon Benjamin because he got that mustard. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's he's a guy with vibes. We've got a, the thing about this movie is that it's got a lot of guy with guys with vibes. And yeah, this is like a he... guy with yeah. vibes. He is. Yeah. <laughs> He is so rude to this woman in the most inexplicable way um, because it is, it's not, it is not like he's being demanding or anything or like extremely obtuse. (laughs) It's just like, he's like, I have to have pithy things to say. Yeah. It's like, she's like, Hey, my phone's not working. And he's like, Oh, okay. Uh, Hey. And that's like making a small talk. So what do you normally use your phone for? She's like, Oh, just mostly texting and Facebook. And she, and he is like, Oh, you have computers more powerful than every computer combined. Every computer. What what they used to land on the moon. Yeah. You have. And also also he's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. You have such a powerful phone and you're using it for Facebook. Wow, that's so fucking rich. And she's like, it okay, says I w- so much about society. It yeah. does. Then this, uh, and she says, uh, okay, I'd like to see a manager. And he does, oh yeah, let me get the manager. And then just does this quick spin a and is like, hey, I'm the manager. <laughs> like, a customer has never been valid ever before in the history of time. But these but, are just like such bottom of the barrel, like retail worker tropes. Yeah. That they can't even be satisfying. Yeah. Right. Like the customer the customer is not being adequately like bitchy enough to uh merit this kind of treatment. Well yeah, this... she just seems a little dull. Yeah, yes. like he's fine. just being he's just being extremely hostile. He was just like he he is like just insulting her for no reason. Even if she is a little dull, he's just like, Oh, I'm gonna dunk on this lady using. It's like Facebook. you you probably could have sold that lady like a three hundred dollar phone that she would have just paid cash for. Right, right. Um I mean, he he gets the chance to do that next time anyway. But um, yeah, yeah, because she uh, leaves and then Quinn yeah, this, gets to this talk. guy has strong has a manifesto vibes. <laughs> oh God, he totally does. Mm-hmm. And not mm-hmm. even the strongest has a manifesto vibes in the film. No, no. he's the B, he's the B plot for all of these vibes. Yes, God. Um, um, so yeah, Quinn goes up, kind of freaking out. She just basically wants a new phone, completely fresh. And long story short, she gets the new phone, he turns it on, and then the app downloads itself to the phone. And he's like, she's like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? And mm-hmm. then leaves. He's like, well, yeah. I'll just delete it for you. What are you, an idiot? And he tries to delete it, and it doesn't go away. And he's just like, huh, I don't know. Um, and then and then we, we get introduced to myself, who is in the film, uh, then a character named Matt, uh, who's like, and, and he just says like a line that just sounds so fucking funny out of context, which is, what app's she talking about? <laughs> It's so fucking funny. It killed me both times. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then Matt he, like, is doing the most in this movie, really. Yeah. Yeah, he, he is really, he put a lot into his performance. I thought he was actually really good, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the demon makes her, like, crash her car into some other guy's car. Uh, and the guy the, the guy who she crashes into is like, I can't believe you would do this to my Lexus. And then um, Matt comes out and is like, hey, 
And he defends her. I found out I'm going to die, and I'm thinking about maybe taking a white man with me. <laughs> it, was, it was such a surprising line. Yeah, I, I really did love that. So yeah. hard. He's that fucking taking would... his shirt off. That it's line burned good. down the stream. Yeah. I also got to say, Alexis is not, I feel like, a not a nice enough car to get that mad about it. Yeah, but it's no. the kind of car you'd get that mad about if you're the kind of person who owns Alexis. Yeah, I, sure. I get, you know what? Fair. <laughs> It's like, it, it's, it, yeah, like a Lexus or an Audi. Those are the cars oh, yeah. that fit that exact category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe a low-end BMW. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, um, yeah, and he's basically, like, fulfilling the same niche as, uh, fuck, what's the other guy's name in Russian Doll? Oh, God. I don't God. remember any of oh. their names, so. I never saw Russian Doll. I saw it, but it was so long ago. <laughs> I know. It, well, it's basically person who shows up with the same circumstances. So he yes. has a timer that's like about three hours earlier than hers. Mm-hmm. And they need to figure out how to beat it. So mm-hmm. they go out and drink, which is the natural thing to do. Yeah. Yes. I mean, um, mood. I am drinking right now. Yeah. Yes. So, and then they find a conspiracy theorist at the bar um, who, uh, I guess... I'm not they glad to com- see this, but appropriately com- anti-Semitic for being yeah. a conspiracy theorist. At the same time, though, it's like they threw all the conspiracy theorist tropes on them, but didn't make them coherent enough. Right. Because, like, he's not going to install the app on his phone. No. There's no fucking way he installs the app on his phone. Mm-mm. Yeah. But basically, like, uh, Matt has this the idea would, to have this someone... Guy, this guy would, like, not have a cell phone. Or if he did, it would be, exactly. like... A, it would be, like, a burner, like, uh... Like, like a fucking brick. Like he's, this guy, this guy owns a, a Nokia brick. He does not own an iPhone. Yeah, yeah. I, exactly. I, so. <laughs> uh, conspiracy theorists do be on their iPhones. Oh, they um, do? Because Some of, them of do, Facebook. But the... <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Facebook do, and Twitter. Yeah, that's guy... true. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's different varieties of conspiracy theorists. I guess, he yeah. Seems, this, he yeah. seems like an old school conspiracy theorist, but like, what they're doing is they give him too many QAnon yeah. trait conspiracy yes, theorists. Yes. <laughs> the, the thing about this, this that, 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 there was a part in this scene that did make me laugh because Quinn is like, we can't kill the, this guy might die because of us. This We can't do this. And the guy and uh, the, the guy is like, you know who's responsible for all of it? The Jews. And Quinn's like, well, no. Specifically, no! Like, specifically he, they're talking about the app and he's like looking at it on the app story he's like it's fake like the holocaust right oh yeah that's what it is and it's, it's like, such bad writing that's it, such bad writing like, that so just doesn't bad. work at all but oh that, it did make me laugh when quinn was like quinn did make a funny face after well, okay it, we can do this one <laughs> the other like, the other the, laugh in this movie, scene is when plays, he's uh, the movie plays fast and loose with this guy's mortality but they're really making sure to save the rapist's mortality the, the rapist's yeah. life but yeah, no, it, the the other thing that got a laugh is like the whole reason they're doing this is so that they can look at the terms of service because apparently the app uh, does not let you look at the terms of service after you've already downloaded the app, um, which is a violation of app store policy. So just saying, yeah. you should probably Come take on. this one off the store. Um, <laughs> Maybe they've tried. So yeah, so he, Jer- I, I Jerry, see, Jerry's like, about like to Matt install the, the app. Matt being a reply, Matt being more, like a Jeff Tiedrick reply guy to the countdown app on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No, I, I am, I am cinema sensing this one, and that is a fucking ding. Um, Thank you. So yeah, so Jerry's about to install the app, Jer, and um, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa! You won't install the app without reading the terms of service. Got a laugh out of me. Yeah, because <laughs> it's very funny. It's a funny joke of reading the terms of service. <laughs> 
Um, and yeah, so they get the they they learn the thing that we have already surmised by just you know basic narrative convention, which is every time you try to change the circumstances of your death, um, you have violated the terms. Mm-hmm. So okay, so now they go to a priest. They go to the the chaplain from the hospital, and he's like, "Demons aren't real, bro." So then they go to the guy to whom demons are real, bro. And he is the best character in the movie by a country mile. He is so good. Father John Misty is here. Yeah. Uh, he's got his fucking Bubbles uh, trailer park boys glasses. And uh-huh. he's... Folks, he's, it's he's PJ listen- Byrne. It's listen- Bolin listen- from Legend of Korra. He's listening to Lil Nas X Panini, which is like... It's not like a super deep cut, but I appreciate the effort put in to not just put Old Town Road on... Yeah. And he's saying he's starving because his Grubhub order isn't there yet, and he's fucking snacking on a sleeve of communion wafers, oh, which is so such a fucking funny detail. He also one hundred percent is like he has a joint. Yeah, 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 dude, high. This, yeah, this guy is the king of vibes. Unfortunately, he does say the G slur eight times in this scene. He's they, like, he, he like super I, does. Horror movies are not like generally great about avoiding that word, but mm-hmm. like. It was excessive. I, yeah, I, like, and like I am, I am at a point where I have seen enough horror movies where I am kind of used to them pulling that word out. I don't like it, but like I, I just kind of like I'm like, okay, yeah, that's gonna happen. But this is like just done to excess. It feels like it was done it to like spite anyone in the audience who was because again, this is 2019. We should have known. They should absolutely have known better by then. Yeah. Well, especially because like, just if, if you're if you're just like lining up the tropes here. It doesn't really even make sense to refer to Roma people in this. Because, like, it's, it's like... It's like referring to biblical times, basically. Yeah, you would call... Yeah. Uh, you would say a witch or something like that. Yeah, or you, you, yeah, you could just... You, you could literally just say it like it was, like, a shaman. Yeah. Because yeah. the whole reason it even comes up is because he's, like, talking about this ancient story that sounds really familiar to the app, which is that, like, there were the... What was, like, a scroll that had... It had countdown like labeled the exact same way as it does on the app which like, is very funny because so presumably the numbers aren't moving yeah it's so funny and it's like like it, this demon who is ocean yeah ocean who basically will like if you read the scroll it will tell you exactly when you're going to die and the thing is like even in this ancient biblical time the demon would basically if you try to divert that death the demon will just haunt you and then you'll still you'll still die at the same time like by the demon there's nothing natural about it um that said even with like despite all the the g slurs he used pj burns delivery of every single line in this scene is top level he's so fucking good at playing this specific type of character it's a lot Uh, i'm like he's reading uh, it like he's reading a spooky story director and uh a imdb is advertising borat 2 to me yeah great you should watch that for this podcast borat colon subsequent movie film Oh, you yes. mean B- Bedora? Bor- Borda? Where does the D go? <laughs> Botuat. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Didn't sound uh, good to say. Uh, but also, this guy has direct. This guy direct. This is this guy's first direct. This is like his first feature debut. Uh, and he has directed video shorts in the past, called, such as Talking Carl Talks Too Much and Jennifer Lawrence is Coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He okay. is the guy with vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Oh, that's it. Obviously, but uh, yeah, the direct all of these characters that are like, you know, they're the director, right? Like yeah. they've got to be. 
Um, so basically what the, uh, what the priest ends up getting down to father John Misty here, uh, is like, I need to have, I need to have a look at the code to see what it's like. So they go back to the other guy and they bribe him with some credit cards. The phone guy. The yeah. They go back guy. to just get, they, they go back to Dijon Benjamin. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they bribe him cause he's, he's about to go to a Tinder date, right? Cause it's topical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he has to hack the app, obviously. Right. First of all, the app is 60 gigs. Who the fuck has 60 free gigs on their phone? No, oh, God, no right. No human in existence. And all these people were just downloading it at this party, presumably on data. Everyone was at that party's phone bill exploded. Right. And so, like, the code seemingly has the original spell in Latin and then everyone's countdown. And I, I believe it was, it was Anne... Was, mm-hmm. was calculating based on the length of the countdown and, like, the average length of a human name, basically. Um, to have 60 gigs of basically just plain text, it would have to have 1.5 billion people, which is an insane attach rate for any app. <laughs> <laughs> nobody has down... No, no, no hist- nobody in the history of time has downloaded an app that many times. Jesus Christ. Because it is implied that you only show up when you download the app. Like, that's they, they say that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're signing the contract when you do that. Right. Which introduces a whole host of problems about causality but you know yeah um but yeah he hacks the app and what he also does is he 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 recognizes the text as latin but they're like what does it say and he's like oh i don't know what it says like i I, physically i was in four years of catholic high school but mentally no (laughs) he's a reverse dennis he is (laughs) physically have i been there not mentally god yeah Yeah. Mm mm-hmm and he also changes the countdown. So he changes um, the two of them, and he changes the little sister because the little sister and his own and his own because the little sister also downloaded the app, and hers is like three minutes earlier than Quinn's, and so she's like, ah, "I changed my sister's first. And so yeah, the notification that comes up on Quinn's sister's phone just says your countdown has been changed, which I feel like is not threatening enough for what it implies. <laughs> It's also really weird that, like, okay, so you're not able to delete the app, but you are able to hack it and change things. And then the demon sometime, somehow realizes, like, three hours later, oh, shit, someone's changed this. I need to go. I with need to go code. roll it back. So it's like, like, the whole point of it was basically just to have a look at the code, but then why have them try to change the timers in the first place? Yeah, like. like I, it clearly isn't going to work. But, you know, it's, the, what they should have done is they should have tried to change the timers and then the app should have been like, you cannot type here. Like, you cannot do it. Or anything. it would have just changed them back immediately. Yeah. Like, right. Why, is, why does the demon not just do it immediately? Instead, it has a whole distinct notification set up in the app code to say that your timer has changed. As if that's the thing that's going to happen elsewhere it's, in the movie, which it totally doesn't. It, it's demon app magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, but like it's just like if you want to make your premise work, you need to keep it simple, right. and they don't right, do exactly. That. Yeah. Um, uh, so after this, they're like, okay, we have the Latin. We're gonna go back to. Oh, they they go get Jordan first, who's kind of freaking out because the demons like attacking her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they go back to the priest, and they have to go make a giant salt circle, and they're like, "Where are we gonna get this much salt?" And you're like, um, "I was just like, you know, the Smash Bros forums when they revealed Minecraft Steve." Mm-hmm. <laughs> get their asses. <laughs> I got them. And then he says, "I get mine at Costco." Um, let, let, we we don't need to get into the fact that you know the, the the he just blesses it and it's fine and he's using rock salt. No, it has to be pure non iodized salt. What the fuck? Come on. <laughs> we don't need to get into this, but come on. 
I see. I didn't have a Catholic upbringing, so I have no idea. You I gotta do, know about the salt. I do think it's very funny though that it's very distinctly like a Christian demon in this movie. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's a yeah. Christian demon, and devils and angels are explicitly real. Yeah. <laughs> they they kind of bury the lead on that one. Yeah. He, he's, like, holding a cross up at the demon. So, yeah, the, the circle works, um, but it, um, Matt's brother, who he stole a toy from, this was in the trauma bonding scene earlier that we just kind of skipped over because it didn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, Matt's brother, who is, like, his guilt demon, lures him out of the circle and then, like, gets snatched. And then gets hit by a car to for from well, by whom they never show us the driver. Okay, of this so car. but we skipped something. We skipped the part where the priest's idea is that so you can break a curse because the idea of curses is like if you can prove the devil is a liar, then you can break the curse. And so the idea is it's, it's someone, mathematics. If you can if you can provide a single contradiction, then the entire statement is falsified. Which exactly. is very funny because they talk about it not being the devil, and then it's the devil. Like, it's supposed to be a specific demon, and then suddenly it's the devil, and then suddenly it's the specific demon again. Yeah, but I mean, regardless of- Again, keep it simple. You don't need to bring the devil into this. Regardless of which demon it is, the idea being, okay, so you prove it wrong in two ways. Either you die before your countdown is up, but no one wants to kill themselves, or the thing is you can trick the demon and live even one second longer than the countdown. So that's why they make the salt circle, so that they can all stand inside it, and Matt's- his countdown ends first. He'll uh, apparently- He'll allegedly not die because he's in the circle, but he gets lured out of the circle and right. dies. <laughs> and yeah, he gets hit by a car. You see the priest helping someone out of the car. You never figure out who the driver of this car is or no. why he gets hit by a car. Yeah, he just gets fully nailed to a tree. And like. He gets just completely fucking blitzed by a truck like Salim Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> Um, I feel like he probably wouldn't have died instantaneously. I don't know. Like, I mean, he doesn't. People... He, he he doesn't die instantaneously because you see. Yeah, he suffers for like a minute. Like, you after he gets like after he gets like fucking sandwiched between the car and the tree. He, like you see his phone counting down for the last couple of seconds, and then it hits zero, and he like just like falls. He just like goes. Well, this limp. is true. I'm just thinking about that one. M Night Shyamalan movie. Was it Signs where the wife gets nailed to a tree and she's alive for like? an hour or something she's like alive for a long time considering she's nailed to the tree and it's basically like well if we remove the car you're gonna die oh yeah i think that is signs yeah or i was just uh, thinking of that yeah yeah mm-hmm. um but they're like okay well the... that didn't work so no. we're gonna have to try something different yes. um <laughs> jordan got injured at some point you never really see it it happens off screen so they they go back to the hospital it is the mm-hmm. middle of the night, and the hospital is, like, fully lit up, as it is a hospital, but it really got me kind of confused about the timeline of this, because it really did just look like it was daytime. Yeah. It was, like, pretty fully staffed, too. Well, when evil, they're in the condemned evil, wing later, it's fully daytime in the condemned wing. Yes. Uh, evil raped, evil rapey doctor is helping uh, Jordan, like, just with some stitches or something, or bandaging her hand yeah. or whatever. I'm not really sure how she got It was injured. her abdomen that got punctured, but yeah, she, something with her hand. And then you literally get a fucking flash on the screen of the app screen, and then of him holding up his app screen, and then a flash of, like, the sexual assault. Just so you really know what she's thinking in this moment. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally like a, a slow is, I'm going flash. to fucking kill this man. But she does. She this fails. man who's supposed to die in like 50 years, I am going to kill him today. So she tries to seduce him and he's like, no. And then it's like, well, I want my job back, so I can help you out. 
and like the least convincing performance, even in canon of the movie. Yeah. But oh, he yeah. goes for it because he's horny. And she right. takes him into the condemned wing, which you can just walk into, as I have stated before, and where it is fully daytime, despite the fact that it is like 3 a.m. right now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and then just wails on him with a lead pipe, as we mentioned. But because, so it's harder to kill him than it seems. Cause like, okay, so if she kills him earlier than the app, then they'll break the curse because like he will have died before his countdown is up. But since, since he has the countdown, the demon keeps trying to save him. The demon is explicitly saving this man's life. Um, I also just want to note, like, she just kind of, like, wails on him with the crowbar slash lead pipe several times. At one point, he's running away, and she whips it at him yeah, and, like, she, nails like, him in the back of the head it with like it. like you can do in Silent Hill Downpour. It literally yeah. just made me think of throwing items in Smash Bros. I was thinking of Mario Kart, just, like, whipping <laughs> a shell at his ass. <laughs> just, like, amazing tactics. Just, just amazing. Yeah. Um, and she also threatens to to like inject a like a three times lethal dose of morphine into him as well. <laughs> and then eventually he gets away, and the demon's like a- approaching Jordan because it's almost her time. And then Quan just goes for it and injects it into herself instead, and fully dies. Mm-hmm. And then lays down, and then a syringe of Narcan rolls away from her because Chekhov's Narcan, and well, she and has a the, fucking label. Well, the demon like picks her up and like holds her by the head and like screams and then explodes, kinda. Yeah. yeah. Which what? Okay. It, like they're just saying it's breaking the terms of the curse, but apparently it does also kill the demon in this case. Um, so the Narcan rolls, and there's just a literally a labeled circle pointing at one of her arms' arteries, and it says Narcan, and it points at it. I want to just note here how horrible Jordan's syringe technique is. She does not even squirt the bubbles out of this syringe. She's just going to fucking inject air into her She doesn't shake the bubbles out of it at all. She doesn't, like, she doesn't pour it in correctly. Like, Quinn immediately, she immediately comes back to life because apparently she fully died and this goes by Jon Snow rules. Mm-hmm. Um, despite the fact that that is not how Narcan works. No. It does not, it does also, not fully bring I- you back to life. In in Jordan's defense, she is not a nurse. Oh yeah, no, of course. But I'm just saying, Quinn would immediately die of an embolism. Yes, <laughs> that would be pretty funny. If that's how this movie ended. Yeah, it'd be so funny. It's also like, okay, yes, injecting that much morphine will kill you. It's not gonna kill you in two seconds. Like, no, <laughs> I think that was Jordan's counter. So she did have like three minutes, technically. But yeah. I guess it, it did need to kill her before Jordan's countdown or else it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, and she injects it with, like, 20 seconds to go because, like, she gets distracted by, like, her dead mom as the, the demon doing a, a yeah. funny Yeah, we don't, we don't need to get into the whole the whole thing with her mom, but that that's her trauma bond is did that her say, mom did, died. Did you say distracted? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's that's a homestuck, right? Maybe. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but... She, but that's the reason why she doesn't inject it until like twenty seconds before the Quinn's before Jordan's countdown. And then yeah, it kills her in a full like in less than twenty seconds because it shows Jordan's countdown on the ground with two seconds left. Yeah, yeah. but she uh, lives. Yeah, and then we Come go up, a bitch. week forward where we find out that evil doctor has been jailed, and mm-hmm. they're at their mom's grave. And then there's a sound effect from the app, and it says countdown 2.0 has been installed. And then they stare at the screen, and mid-tempo rock music happens. And that's mid-tempo the end of the movie. rock music very much does play. I the demon is 
dead. She doesn't, she do, She broke that contract. So she would have to download the same app again to sign a new contract with this demon. I That's how contracts with the devil work. <laughs> again, this is like, I understand the, the premise of having a sequel hook at the end of a horror movie. Like it, it's kind of a classic way to end a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Be a different, be a different demon at least. Right. It's like, it's clearly the same app, the same demon. And it's introducing yet another wrinkle into the concept of this contract. Yeah. yeah. I, when I, I was thinking about that, like, as we were talking about this movie, that it does do things that you would expect a third, like a second or third movie in this series to do during this first movie. Like, <laughs> right, it doesn't have enough legs to do another the, movie. Whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, um, a, that's a Final Destination 4 move, move not a Final Destination right. 1 move. Yeah. yeah. Like, they got so, they sure. get so damn clever about the whole thing. Right. Well, it's I, like, they, they're not taking the adequate time it takes to actually introduce the conceit before they're already breaking their own rules. Right, Which I feel yes. like is, is, like, that is not good horror world building. Like, no. if you want sequels, you need to have something to use as a hook in your, in your sequel movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. And then and the, the other thing that confuses it, too, is that there's, like, a mid credit scene where fucking Dijon Benjamin is, like, on his Tinder date with this woman, and he's continuing to be an asshole, which is normal. But then, like, she gets up to go to the bathroom, and then the lights all go out, and there's, like, a, a scream notification from the app to imply that, like, it's still... The curse isn't broken, but the curse was broken. The whole point is that the curse was broken, right? And the curse was broken for everybody, not just for Quinn and Jordan. Like, it was broken for everybody. That's what the priest... The, the only way this this one works is if it's, like, the same night. Or if it's the, the right? second like the, nap. Right. Uh, but, like, uh, I think, like, what I got out of it, like, watching it the second time, I'm like, okay, well, the Tinder date was supposed to happen, like, two seconds after they left his office. And they don't break the curse till, like, what, like, 3, 4 a.m.? Despite the fact that it is fully light in the condemned wing, it is supposed to be like 4 a.m. But then why show this here? Exactly. It doesn't make sense to show it there. It should have shown him dying earlier. Yeah. It, it was, I think it was just a bad editing choice to put it in the credits. Mm. And like the better sequel hook would have been having the app 2.0 in the credits somewhere. Yeah. Right. Hmm. And like just having like their victory be the end of the movie, end quote. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Though, I mean, I, I will say, it's not a good movie, but it was shockingly better than I anticipated it to be. Yeah, I like, I had fun watching this movie. Like, I, it was a bad movie, but I still enjoyed watching it. And, like, the, the fact that it was only, like, 80 minutes long really, really helped. Because, like, it doesn't drag on. Like, there's no point in the movie where you're like, Jesus Christ, I hope this is over now. It's very funny that they're getting into, like, sequel territory of, like, the conceit despite the fact that the movie is only 80 minutes. Like, oh, this yeah. should have been a short film. Yeah. Yeah. This was yeah, this actually is... a short film originally. Huh. Interesting. That tracks. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That's why there's so much bullshit in it. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just it's just filling space. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just this add more deaths. To get a fucking sequel. It literally just needed more deaths. More deaths, more interesting deaths. Show more people who don't break the service and just die the normal way, because that would have been more interesting, unique deaths. Right. Yeah. And it's like two different drunk driver deaths mentioned in this movie. Come on. Come on. Come, yeah. Like, do, do it's unbelievable, but it sucks. It's boring, and I don't care. Okay, yeah. so on a scale of zero to five syringes of Narcan, how many Narcan syringes are you going to give this movie? Oh my god, I can't believe that's the rating scale you're using when you could literally just rate it as stars on the App Store. 
No, yeah, come on. Fine, come on. fine. We'll do, f okay, on a scale of zero to five stars, how many stars would you give countdown, parentheses, at, parentheses, film, and parentheses, and parentheses, parentheses 2019. This came out in 2019, Jesus Christ. It, um, I'd also like to say that the app on the store has a 3.6 rating. <laughs> movie in the canon this is a two-star two at best <laughs> imagine being the person who just gave it a bad rating yeah <laughs> like i'm gonna say i yeah i feel like i'm gonna give it like a two okay i'm gonna give it a two and a half because i did have fun there's definitely horror movies i would enjoy less than this one but it was a bad movie mm -hmm. my rating my rating is a two and my review is, why is the app 60 fucking gigs? I need space for Pokemon Masters on this bitch. This is true. God, it really, who, yeah, nobody has that free space on their fucking phone. Anyway. Nobody. One star, Nobody black screen, one launch. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this one a, yeah, I think two. Two sounds... is about where I'm at. Yeah, actually, that's my actual rating. I mean, for for October yeah, I mean, even for October movies, this is like um, below average, but not as bad as they, like around average, you know. This is this, right. this is not this is not quite as bad as uh, Fear dot com, but uh, this is definitely know the lock in. Yeah, it's it's mm. it's not stupid enough. Also, God, I want to watch mm -hmm. the. I, I it do does take itself kind of seriously, huh? Yeah. yeah, like if I was gonna compare this to One Missed Call which was my last year's October movie, I would give One Missed Call a higher rating just because it had Ray Wise in it. And so the yes. conceit got way more bonkers, whereas this one does take itself a little more seriously than it needs to. It takes itself way too seriously. Plus it has, like, a weird, it has the rapey subplot that I really hate. So, like, that really brings it down a notch. Horror movies just love sexual assault, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's just frustrating that it's like, oh, but we're saying something, but it doesn't say anything. Like, no, it, it doesn't, doesn't say Nothing. <laughs> Yeah, it leaves it largely say. unresolved. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, we got some questions. Oh, fabulous. From I did at, see that. From at Goth Tongue. Uh, when I've only seen the trailer, but I thought the twist would be when the timer runs out, it flips over to 99 years left because it couldn't display three digits. But by that time, she's already ruined everybody's lives by freaking out. Would that have been a better <laughs> movie? Uh, I think that would have been a better Twilight Zone episode. Exactly. <laughs> like, that, that would work yeah. with a short conceit. With like like the the short film like a short film kind of thing, um, right. just because like the whole thing would just be like a numbers overflow joke, which is like <laughs> it really would just feel like you know like the first couple of uh, acts of Homestuck just largely being programming jokes. Yes, yes. Uh, and it's like that this that's not what the people are here for. It's not going to have broad appeal if that's the joke. Mm. And this movie, if anything, is going for broad appeal. Yes, for sure. Hmm. Doesn't necessarily succeed, but would, you know. I would like it if there were more programming jokes in this, though. I mean, I Me do too. love programming jokes as someone who really fucking sucks at programming. Yeah, I don't know shit about programming. I just think it's funny. <laughs> so. I do be on my phone sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all do. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I don't know if it would be a better movie. I think it would be, uh, yeah, it would work better if it was a short film in general. But yes. I think like a, a plot point like that would have been like a funny like one-time gag. So like, yeah. like maybe one person has like a zero zero and it clicks over and then it goes to 99. It's like, oh, I guess I'm just living a long ass time, yeah. <laughs> which I guess would only work if like someone under 20 was doing it, really. Yeah, uh, that uh, could have been at, the, that could have been the sister's joke at Flourish Caster underscore ass, not movie related. What the fuck are your plans for Halloween this year? Uh, I need to get fucking blitzed. Well, it's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. I'm getting blitzed. I'm out of it. 
It's, I'm going to get another fucking days, planet. It's three Christian days before election day. Yeah. I'm going to be blitzed the entire length of time between Halloween and election yeah, day. Like oh, be yeah. Just the whole time. Even though there are two days of work for me in that. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, Halloween this year is going to, like, kind it's not going to suck, but it's just, like, you can't obviously do stuff. You still like, got to paint your Kumatora boots. I do. So, so obviously, we're not going to have people over or see anyone because, like, we're not insane people. Um, but oh, there's going to be trick-or-treaters all up and down my neighborhood. Uh, oh, word. Yeah, I'm just going to die. I'm probably just going to put on my slowpoke kirigumi and that's gonna be my whole costume yeah my plans are i'm i was working on a kumatora from other three costume for a while but i kind of just stopped for a bit so i'm gonna style the wig and paint the boots and then it's mm-hmm. done because i have the the dress already so that's what i'm dressing up as but i think we're just gonna like maybe watch some movies with friends and stuff like on yeah i might line. just i might just like chill and watch over the garden wall yeah. yeah. I do watch Over the Garden Wall on Halloween almost every year now. Yeah. <laughs> and if I don't watch it on Halloween, I watch it somewhere close to Halloween. Yeah. It's good like, it'll be just thing. that. It fucking yeah. slaps. It's good. Yeah. I've already done my Halloween plans, which is buying a, a $40 Target skeleton. That's, yes. That's sitting in my living room right you now. I'm kind of tem- tempted. Yes. Yes. I'm kind of tempted to go buy the 12 foot tall skeleton from Home Depot. Yeah. Oh, you must. <laughs> Where would you put it, though? I don't know. Our apartment's not very big. <laughs> I would have to hang it out of our bedroom window. Yeah. I, I, I think you should definitely do it, then. That would hang over our our downstairs neighbor's window, but... I'm sure she likes looking at skeleton feet. Oh, yeah. She's mm-hmm. nasty like that. <laughs> I don't know this woman. <laughs> We barely do either, so... Uh, Movie-related question. What would you do if you hypothetically found yourself in a situation like the characters in the film? Um, it, I, I would not download the app. I'm not me neither. Are you kidding me? But that kind of shit I just kind of creeps me out. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there exists no version... Because I don't get into stuff like this, like, in general. Um, there's, I am there exists- not a morbid person. I don't like thinking about death and dying, other than the death and dying of the funny president, which I would like to see. God, yeah. please. And it's it's not even like necessarily that for me. It's just like when there's like a new like like app that people are really excited about. That's like like your, your face tunes or whatever. <clears throat> yeah, I miss it entirely. I'm like other people are going to do stuff with this, which means I don't have to interact with it. So I simply just would not <laughs> download the app. Yeah, same. I'm just like, bro, I am playing Pokemon Black and White 2 for the Nintendo DS in the year 2020. Bro, yes. I am simply solving Konami pick, Konami puzzle quest pick cross puzzles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like Which, me. By the that, way, that if, if, you're on, if you're on the hunt for a sexy pick cross app on your phone, you really can't. I really think there's not much a better one than the Konami puzzle, the Konami puzzle collection pick cross app. Are they the one that I might have already got? I, so not for my phone, but I got one that was maybe that one for my nintendo switch i don't think it it was the girls who are dressed like animals no okay never mind that might be kimono friends yes okay similar similar (laughs) name i play that's that's so funny for you to pull out i just really like picross so i'm like desperate to get any picross game on the nintendo switch store so i've played that one Hold and on. Steph doesn't I, know what Steph doesn't yeah, know what yeah, Konami is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Komodo Friends Pickcross is such a funny specific thing for you to play. <laughs> Komodo Friends is just such a fun thing for you to know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of recommendations, what do you all recommend in this week? 
Um, I'm going to, like, just snatch this recommendation from anyone who might have been planning it and recommend the two volumes of the Machine of Death compilation, mm. um, which is a short story compilation fuck. that was, um, like, spearheaded by David Malky and Ryan North. So, like, you know, people I love from the indie webcomic scene. And the, the conceit of that is basically, like, you prick your finger in a machine, it gives you a printout, the printout says when you're going to die and how, and well, it only, it you only says cannot how. It change it. It does not it. say when. Uh, all right, right. Some of them say when, but not all of them. Because, um, the, yeah, the, the one thing that it says, it, it, it gives you, like, a, a short explainer, explainer of how you're going to die. And that's it. Hmm. Um, and so, like, basically people run, al- run along with this concept. Some of them are, like, uh, some of them will give you the time. And then, like, that, that, that runs into a couple of them where the card just prints blank. Um, and then there's some that are just, like, a short story, which is, like... Um, you prick the needle on your machine. It prints out a card that says infection from infected me- needle of uh, machine of death needle. And mm. that one is literally just a sentence long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get the weird conceptual ones where you're using the deterministic nature of it to guess lottery numbers, which is the one that Ryan North wrote. Hmm. And it's like one of the best ones in the whole thing. Um, and yeah, it, it kind of works with this conceit. It's, it's explicitly supposed to be deterministic, but yeah, not having this specific time of death allows it to change around a little bit. And some places will pull around with like the vagueness of it. So like one of them is, um, in one of the short stories that goes through like a huge supervillain plot, there's one that's like Victoria falls is how the person dies. And they drop an elephant named Victoria on the person. Oh my God. And like, so they're trying to like, you know, get around it by like technically satisfying the, um, the, the, the conceit of the, the card that it gives you. And yeah, so like a lot of people play really, really interesting games with this. I really hope they do eventually do a third version of it. Yeah. Um, cause it, it's like, yeah, it's machine of death. And then the second one's called, this is how you die. Hmm. They're good books. Mm-hmm. And they're good books. And I really, really wanted them to, at some point, um, pitch it as like a anthology TV series, because I think it would do really well. Nice. Stephanie. Okay. I think I'll also stick with the theme of the movie, but in the other sense, which is an app, which Matt already mentioned earlier because I've been playing so much Pokemon Masters lately. And, okay, it used to be really bad. I've been playing it since it launched, basically. And it sucked for, like, a year, but I still played it anyway. Um, It's actually pretty good now because, like, it actually, I feel like, requires some strategy to play. So if you're into Pokemon at all and, like, you didn't enjoy it when it first came out, it might be worth trying to pick up again. Um, it's still very much a gacha game and you still very much didn't spend any money on yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't spent any money on it, but I still have, like, a lot of really good sync pairs in it and, like, I can still play the game really well. And I don't know. I find that they fix a lot of the problems it used to have. Um, I would probably give it the same rating that the movie gave the rating of... Um, a 3.6 out of 5? Yeah. <laughs> it's like not an amazing app, but if you like Pokemon, it's better now than it used to be. And I, I do spend a lot of time every day playing it. So. I, I do really just love the, like, just as it is a gacha game, it likes to give you a lot of wifes. And mm. it has, like, fully modeled and voice acted all these wifes. It has done this. The music's good, too. I don't play with the sound on, but um, I do I do like the wifes as a person who likes wifes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pro wife. Known wife, got a wife girl over here. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Me using my Elisa sync pair. Uh, my recommendation this week is going to be taking a nice long walk because I've done that. Oh a, yeah. I've oh done fuck that a yes. Times over the last week and it's been nice. Uh, my. Favorite, <laughs> yeah, I, yes, I, I did that today. I second this personally. 
my feet are tired as shit, but I feel good. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially now that it's actually like you're able to walk outside without dying now, yeah. which is my favorite thing about October. It's so good. Oh, you guys are heat haters, I see. <laughs> oh, I, I absolutely a heat hater. Despise the heat so much. I, I want it to be ten, de- like like maybe fifteen degrees and overcast all year. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm hating fall less this year for some reason. Um, I think I just am like excited about anything happening. Is um, it the prospect of Donald Trump potentially dying in the next couple of days? It is Word. the season of death and dying. This is when all of you think, when everything turns to orange and dies. So, <laughs> you know. He's already orange. He's dying. Yeah, he's well on his way. Yeah, um, and I'm just Squirtle standing next to him like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm, I'm historically a heat lover, but I also am imbibing and it's great. It's great. It's mm-hmm. been great walking outside. Uh, but my recommendation this week is going to be also not media because, you know, life. Um, but I've been getting, I'm in like the point of lockdown where I'm like getting really into like oats and grains. Um, and I've been eating um, uh, muesli recently, which is just like oatmeal, but fun. <laughs> All right. If you want, if you want fun oatmeal, <laughs> you should indulge. Um, and it's, I, it's it's always exciting. It, I always feel like I'm being really healthy when I like buy anything with like the the Bob's Red Mill label on it, because like I get my nutritional yeast and my TVP, and I'm like, yeah, I'm so old school and like healthy <laughs> and like getting all those sort of oats and grains in my body. Um, so get excited about oats and grains, you guys. <laughs> all right. I do love my oats and grains. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, we're just trying to find excitement wherever we can these days. Oh yeah, yeah. big time. I mostly yeah. just like looking at my cats and also picking them up sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah, that also comes highly recommended. You should high recommendation. Matt, you should check out Matt's Twitter of the picture he posted of Looker sitting with the pumpkin. There is oh. a picture of Looker sitting with a pumpkin on my Twitter, and it's very much the most Halloween photo that's ever existed. I'm oh, take, for sure. I'm gonna take a imagine. look at that one real quick right now. <laughs> um, yeah, Looker's like a, like perfectly suited to be next to a pumpkin. Oh yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah. Looker and pumpkin must be fall. Must <laughs> Looker be and fall. pumpkin, it must be fall. Uh, okay, so We're that's great, you guys. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Fear Baiting. Thank you to the both of you for helping us ring in Schlocktober with style. Uh, where can people find you on, on the website? Hello? Woo woo! Woo! Hey, you did, you did a, a big cutout. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. You're back now, though. You want to uh, run that again? You, yeah, thank you for joining us to help bring in Schlocktober. Uh, we are very grateful for, to have the two of you on this episode. Where can people find you on the websites? Uh, you can find me on many places, I guess. You can find me on Twitter at Age of Oddish. You can find me on Tumblr at Windfall Island. I don't post there as much, but um, I'm still there. Um, and you can also find me on another Noise Space podcast, City Girls Make Do, which is the podcast I host with my good friend Alex, where we watch Sex in the City. Um, Sarah's been on several times now, like probably six, because it's been like once per season. Yep, that's and, correct. Uh, yep. And uh, those are all really good episodes if you're looking for specific ones to check out we're actually this week recording the episode of the series finale part two we still have to do the movies but like the whole show has basically been covered by us at this point so definitely check it out it's um a bit cursed but it's very fun nice i'm matt 
You can find me on Twitter at MattGCN. You can find me on Tumblr at Tramampoline. I'll probably post there a little more because Twitter explicitly does not allow you to wish for the death of the president anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I'm going to need somewhere to post that. That's what my Tumblr is going to be for. Um, I have a couple of podcasts on this network, but I mean, I'm not on them all that much anymore. I mostly just like to look at the feeds now. The sheer cowardice of Twitter to to say that you cannot say, I wish the president would... Which, like, really, really funny if you come from any sort of marginalized background and have been on Twitter before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Golly, is, God forbid. Um, I it guess, is like, especially the only... funny because it's like Facebook's like, you can do it, but just don't at the president, which is, which like, is so a hilarious funny. move. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess the only podcast of mine that, like, reliably updates anymore is Tuning Fork, and it's because David edits, so. <laughs> um, Tuning Fork is a podcast about Pitchfork and the media hype machine surrounding its uh, best new music label, and we've done a couple of good episodes lately, including one with Stephanie on it, where oh, we yeah. talked about uh, Weezer's, was it Make Believe? It was Make Believe, because it was... It got a 0.6 from... Four or something? 0.4 or 0.6. Yeah, it was real bad. I mean, it's Make Believe. <laughs> if you know anything about Weezer, you know, you know... <laughs> What if they were called Weedzer? What if they were called Weebs? I mean, they are. They do smoke a lot of weed. They have <laughs> no, a song called Hash Fight. They have she, a song called We Are All On Drugs. I'm pretty sure she said Weebzer, and it's Rivers Cuomo, so. Yeah, I mean, Weebzer is just what uh, Pinkerton's called. Mm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, Weez heads are going crazy right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it literally says Weezer on the shirt I'm currently wearing yeah. because I saw them in concert with the Tragically Hip. I mean, I own a Pinkerton shirt, but I'm a girl, so I'm valid. <laughs> um, I, 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 I support all of this that's happening. Um, Blair, where can people find you? You can. That's real easy. You just go to Blair. You just go to Twitter.com/slash/BlairKitch, and I'm there. And that's it. That's all I do. Oh, other nice. than the other podcast we do, which I do with um. The other woman that is on here, Sarah. Uh, the, uh, the, the, what is it called? It's the Wonder Years. The Wonder it's Years. about animorphs. Just, just, with... just letting you flail for a little bit on that one. <laughs> yes. We do it with um, a, a theme music maker of this show. Yes, Seda. thank you, Seda, so much for doing the uh, the theme music for the the, the, the Schlocktober theme music. Uh, very late notice on this uh, and absolutely blew it out of the fucking park. Hell yeah. yeah. Me and Seda did the exact same move where it was like, Two days before October or for before like October started, and we're like, I had to make the poster. They had to make the theme song, and we're like, we're doing. <laughs> Love it. We just pulled Hell it yeah, out baby. of our ass immediately. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, so so thank you very much for listening. If you want to support us, patreoncom fearbaiting Sometimes our episodes go up early, and that's what one dollar a month gets you. Five bucks a month gets you a message on the podcast and your name read right on the show. Ten bucks a month gets you uh, all of that stuff, and you get to pick a movie for us to watch. Thank you very much to Mogu, Ducky Aisha, Paul Moran, Kit Spindler, and Michael Kaiser. Thank you, as previously mentioned, to Seda for the intro music. Find them making music under people you meet outside of bars. Head to GayGothVibes.online for a quick and easy link to them. The perfect uh, URL. Uh, if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at SunHatGenia. I also do Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, Not a Threat, Just a Fact. Um, and thank you to NoiseSpace.xyz and Matt GameCube for the network. Hey, that's me. Uh, did I say my Twitter? Yes, you did. Okay. You're um, doing great. I think that's everything. So join us again this coming Friday when we watch, uh, uh, uh Chain Letter uh, and then do an episode with uh, Brooks and Eddie from Post Game of Fuck Thrones yes. and Yada Yada Boys and Fun Point and Five Grams of Iron. As <laughs> so Eddie would say, okay. 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 <laughs>
And also, as Eddie would say, bones. Bones. <laughs> Let's end this right. podcast. Uh, so you can put a fucked time, up app on any store. I'm Blair. <laughs> Oh, let's say it again. You can put a fucked up app on any store. You can put a fucked up app on any store. Good night, everyone. Bye.